the Dusty Smith Show, episode 60. Was going to cancel tonight's show because, like, nothing happened this weekend. It was boring as shit this weekend, except for what happened to me. Exciting shit happened to me personally, but uh, people were like, Dusty, just come on, have a casual show and chat with us if you don't have a lot of uh, material to cover. So I'm like, fine. I love hanging out with you guys, so uh, it'll be fun hanging out with you guys anyway tonight and reading all your chats, see what you have to say. So uh, be sure to ask me anything. Going to be reading plenty of the regular chat, not just the super chats tonight because we don't have very much to cover. I'm going to get into my story about how I got my gun pulled on me. Uh, not my gun, a gun pulled on me. Um, but before we get started, please hit the like button if you can. I'd appreciate it. doesn't cost you anything. It helps me out. Mash that like button. And also, like, uh, hit the bell. That'd be cool. Subscribe, hit the bell if you haven't already. All of that. You know how it works. HBO help a brother out. Uh, and as always, if you guys like what I do, you should support me. If you don't support the art you like, it goes away. That's the way it always works. So if you like what I do, all the free content I provide for you, please consider becoming a patron. Patreon.com for slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. We're at uh, $1,570 a month. Uh, much, much, much of the money goes to the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where I spend my days with dogs and cats that we rescued from being exterminated. So, uh, you should support me if you can. Dollar to a month, it all adds up. So, uh, please help me out. And also, Super Chats! Lifeblood of the show, Super Chats! I don't dodge any questions. It all gets answered, no matter how embarrassing. No matter what you ask me, no matter if it's in my own best interest not to answer. I still answer anyway, because I can't help myself, goddammit. So, uh, Spanky Weasel, my buddy Spanky Weasel. One of the heroes that makes the show so good. Here's a little fuzzy money, more to follow, and he was honest. He told the truth, because $20 from Spanky Weasel. Thanks for deciding to hang out tonight, Dusty. Monday's never felt so good. Oh, yeah, well, it's my pleasure. Gives me something to do, too. It's also fun for me to hang out with you guys. So, hung light, Jesus. Thank you, Spanky. Good to see you tonight. Dusty, I got these ex-gummies. Let me know. Uh, let you know what? You gonna send me some ex-gummies? Go ahead. My, uh... P.O. Box is in the description of every video. You guys can send me anything you want to. Somebody actually sent me some uh, nice bamboo candles. We're going to show an unboxing of that probably next Friday. Maybe next Monday. Depends on how uh, Slam Friday show is. But yeah, uh, I guess they got my uh, address off my uh, description of the videos. They sent me some nice bamboo cam candles. I guess they have a bamboo candle company or something. So a great way to free advertise is to send me free shit. Then you get it unboxed on my show. So that's a good way to do it. So next week, free advertising for you, you genius. Um, this is the greatest show. Yeah, it's everything you ever want. It's everything you ever need. Thank you, Katie, damn it. Good to see you tonight. See what you guys are saying in the chatty chip chip. Boom. Victoria Cunningham, damn. Look at you getting all the love. Spanky deserves it. Incredibly loyal here every show. Always leaves a comment after the show, which really helps the algorithm. Very supportive. Uh, helps motivate me to keep going. So thank you, Spanky. Always good to see you. Um, let's see. The Dusty Smith Show live. Wow, I love it. Hell yeah, Lee Spanner. Good to see you. Glad you could join us on the casual show tonight. Going to do a little casual. Just me and you guys. It's all good. Small, intimate show. Bamboo camels, not camels, candles. Did I say camels? Sometimes I get mush mouth, but uh, the good news is at least I don't talk for a living, so it's fine. Sweating balls in here. Yeah, I got one little fan on me, but it's definitely hot here in Mississippi. Muggy too, unfortunately. But what you gonna do? 
Mississippi, I think, is like an um, untapped jewel of the world. Even though I got a gun pulled on me last night, I still think Mississippi is a great, like, uh, a secret place that many people know about because people like me keep uh, telling you people about rednecks that are playing guns on me, which scares you away. So uh, I can keep it all to myself. Sub Dusty, what's up, Monsignor? What's up, uh, unintelligent anti chud? I can't super chat to the third. All right, we're rocks. Well, you're just regular chat. We're going to read the. Uh, the regular chat tonight anyway, so it's cool. Move. I don't want to move. I like my house. I like living here. So anyway, let's go ahead and talk about what happened last night. So uh, let me pull up a picture. What kind of picture do I want to pull up? This? I guess I'll just leave the chat up. All right, so why isn't it showing the chat? I see my screen. It's not showing the chat. I got the chat window up. Hmm. That's weird. Is it going to show when I load things up over here like this? Yeah, okay. That's weird. It's not showing the chat window, though. Okay, well, whatever. Um, anyway, we'll watch. This is, basically, it was like one of these people that pulled me over. So, we had a family reunion this weekend. It's the first time my mom and my sisters and I and my nieces have been together since the pandemic started. Um, so, we decided, you know, hey, let's do it. Let's all get together. And I had a good time hanging out with my family. Uh, we had good food. It was actually fun because I got to shoot a gun for the first time in a long time. Uh, I got to shoot a gun. We were talking me and uh my sister's wife mandy and, you know we were just shit talking to each other and i was telling her like uh i don't need to fucking train with a gun i've been playing i used to be a professional gamer i know how to goddamn shoot a gun okay it's not rocket science you know that those skills the eye hand coordination from gaming it actually translates to the real world and um, i'm actually a good shot and then she was like you ain't a good shot the fuck you talking about unless you get out there and actually practice with the weapon you can't shoot and so i was like let's do it break out your guns and so she had this little uh, pistol this little five shot revolver and i was like all right so we went outside and uh she's like all right i'm gonna put these uh, paper plates she drew like uh three circles on a on multiple paper plates as targets and put them around uh kind of on the ground and then she marched off uh 10 feet and i was like 10 feet that's like really close, like 10 feet. How can you miss at 10 feet? That's nothing. I got to get back at least 20, 30 feet to prove my skills. And she was like, nah, 10 feet, that's perfect. You know, 10 feet is that normal. And so I was like, eh, 10 feet, that's, you guys tell me, right? 10 feet is close, right? That's easy as shit. But I didn't argue, so I was like, fine. So I was only 10 feet away, but I nailed these goddamn targets. And she was surprised. She's like, holy shit, you're actually a good shot. And I was like, yeah, but... Then again, I was only 10 feet away. How the fuck are you possibly going to goddamn miss at 10 feet away? That's basically shooting right in fucking front of Anyway, she was impressed. And then uh, she was like, hey, you want to shoot my AR-15? And I was like, yeah, I never shot an AR-15 before. So uh, she broke out the AR-15. And man, I was like lighting those targets up from 10 feet away. I was like a John Wick with my distant, distant 10-foot target. So I destroyed all these paper plates. And that was fucking fun. And they have this giant four-wheeler like thing. It's not a four-wheeler. It's one of those other things like a four-wheeler that you have like seats in front of that you can sit. So it took us like on a ride around the property. So it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, so darkness, darkness falls up upon the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Um, so I was like, okay, I got to go. So I was like, said my goodbyes and shit. And uh, I was a bit stoned. I got to say, I was a little bit stoned. So... I'm not used to, my, my sister lives out in the fucking boonies. She lives out in these gravel dirt roads out of the backwoods of Mississippi. So I guess as I was leaving, I took a wrong turn. It was dark. I didn't know the fuck I was. I haven't been out there enough. 
Um, so I was just uh, lost. I was lost on the backwoods, dirt roads of Mississippi, and uh, which is fine. I figured, hey, I drive down this dirt road long enough. Eventually, it'll come out at a paved road. I'll be able to figure out where the fuck I am. You know, at some point. So I just keep going. At one point, uh, I realized the road I'm on is uh, there's no uh, outlet to it. It's, it goes to somebody's house because I see their cars and whatnot. So I like immediately back up and I leave and I go back to the other dirt road and I'm driving off. And uh, so I'm driving along and all of a sudden this big ass pickup truck comes up behind me right on my fucking ass. And it's late. You know, I'm on the dirt road. I'm like, what the fuck's this person doing right on my ass? And so I, of course, I slow down to let them pass me. Um, and th- so they whip around me and they angle their truck and slam on the brakes and they cut off the entire dirt road in front of me. So, of course, I feel like I stopped. I had to stop. Wouldn't know where I could fucking go. Their truck is completely blocking the goddamn way. And uh, this woman jumps out. And she's, uh, I would guess she was probably 50. She was about five foot two, probably 200 pounds. She was kind of a, a large woman. And uh, she was wearing a nightgown, but she looked like a mental patient. She looked like she was wearing a hospital gown. And uh, the first thing I noticed, of course, in her gun is she had a revolver in her hand. And uh, she jumps out of the car, and she's like, she's not like pointing it directly at my head, but she's like holding it like this, and it's aimed at me. And uh, so before she could even talk, I'm like, uh, hey, yeah, I'm lost. I was visiting my sister, and I'm trying to find my way back to the road so I can go back home to Grenada. And she just kind of sits there and looks at me. And then I I look at the gun, and I was like, "Uh, please don't shoot me. I'm only lost. And uh, she said, what? And I was like, you have a gun in your hand. Please do not shoot me. I am only trying to find my way home. I'm lost. And uh, she's like, all right, follow me. I'll take you to the main road. You can get back to Grenada. So she hops in her truck. And for some reason, I fucking follow her. And she drives down the road. And I wasn't far. I wasn't far from the main road to get me back to Grenada. And I drive past her and get my ass on the main road and take the fuck back off, man. Get my ass back home. So, uh. It, it, it seems like it, that was one of the scarier things that has ever happened to me, but I wasn't really scared because uh, I guess it's white privilege. That's the only thing I can think of because I wasn't nervous or I wasn't shaken, frightened. I did not for one second, even a little bit, think this woman was going to murder me in the middle of the street because I guess because I'm an unarmed white dude, I just figured she's not going to kill me. How the fuck you don't get away with killing an unarmed white dude in the middle of the goddamn road? Like, you may be crazy, but you ain't that crazy. And I was right. Like, she drove me out of there pretty much. And uh, so I don't know what she thought. I guess she thought, you know, maybe she's been having trouble with people robbing her. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on in her head. Definitely did not want me out there. But anyway, uh, for those of you driving through Mississippi, even those of us who have been in Mississippi our entire lives, we try to stay off the dirt roads and the back roads. So you should do the same. You know, uh, stick to the roads you're used to for sure. Some Texas Chainsaw Massacre type shit going on out here. And it's scary as fuck. So, anyway. That was my little adventure I had. Let's see what you guys got to say. You should have tried out a musket with a bayonet. You could have stabbed them targets from 10 feet. I know, right? I could have thrown a rock at those targets. Would have been easy to hit. Banjo started you got a pretty mouth, boy. Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig, boy. A little deliverance there for you. Uh, that guy from Deliverance died recently, unfortunately. The guy that was in the Star Wars movie, the old school, what was his name? You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, 
She was cooking shine, maybe. She might have been on meth, for all I know. Of course, aren't meth heads usually thinner, I think, probably? I don't know. No expert on meth. Uh, the gunshot residue on your you had said different if she claimed you had a gun. Yeah, I didn't have my gun on me. I still don't have any bullets for my concealed carry gun. Even if I had it on me, I would have pulled it or anything. Because I, I assumed it was somebody who thought I was up to no good on the back roads. And I assumed it's like... I know this is this doesn't sound bad, I guess. This is just being honest. But I assumed as soon as they saw I was a white dude, like a nice-looking white man, they would immediately help me or leave me alone because that's always been my experience. Like, I never have any fear when cops pull me over and knock on my door, like open the door, I see a cop there, and I'm like, Psh, this guy works for me. I know that sounds bad, but that's exactly what I think. And then I just, you know, I'm nice, but it, I don't treat them like I fear them or anything because I don't. But, yeah, if I was a darker, different color, definitely probably been a much different story out there. I could definitely understand why uh, minorities are uh, worried, why they're more careful about going on the back roads like that. Bamboo, it's uh, the Arizona ballots, I know, right? Need to scan the paper, see if there's any bamboo in it, damn Chinese. Um I give five dollars a month to Dusty in super chats. It is better to give it as a super chat or via Patreon. Uh, probably Patreon. Super chats take a little more. Super chats take about thirty percent. So uh, Patreon takes a little less, and uh, PayPal takes even less than that. So direct tips on PayPal are also good. Which has a link in the description of the video for that. Stop telling people you own a gun and don't have any ammunition for it. Why? Who cares? I mean, I have two guns. I have another gun that has ammunition for it. So. Uh, I don't really have to worry about it. I have a 9mm that's got plenty of ammunition in it, and it's sitting right here beside me. So only the gun that I was going to conceal carry doesn't have any bullets for it. Uh, so I have not concealed carried it yet, because why would I? It's just a paperweight at this point. Throw it at you, maybe. I got to bounce. Have a great night, everybody. All right, thanks, astronaut, for tuning in. Uh, damn 30% these scumbags. Yeah, and they still kick me off continuously, even though I'm paying them like $1,000 a month for the privilege of broadcasting on their platform. No longer the days where YouTube is about you, where they actually pay you. Now you have to pay them to broadcast. So if you want to do live shows and get super chats, especially. Men get killed. Women can shoot men. That's simple. No race involved. Uh, yeah, men get killed. You can definitely get shot out here in this crazy world. Dusty, stay away from those poppy fields. I wish I could find me some poppy fields. I never uh, tried no fucking poppy, so I know that's like a heroin and whatever. Never done any of that shit. Where you think you're going, boy? Yeah, you ain't from around here, are you, boy? Get off my land. Some uh, Hatfields and the McCoys shit. Opium, yeah, opium. Never had any opium before. I don't really want any opium either. I'm just joking. That shit uh, seems deadly to me. I'll stick with the drugs that won't kill me. All right, let's see what we got to cover tonight. Don't have a very big show tonight, like I said. Just going to be main, mainly chatting with you guys. Uh, only got this stuff to cover. Which will be brief, but let's go ahead and kick it off. You guys ready for some Judd Watch? Yep, let me increase my graphics. My graphics are all fucked up. There we go. Boom! Judd Watch! Judd Watch! Everybody's ready for Judd Watch! Judd Watch! Alright, Judd Watch, first off, Michael Flynn. Like, this should be in the Beyond Parody segment. If I had a Beyond Parody segment, but like the entire show should be. Like, 
Are they trolling or are they serious? Here's the thing. I think they're serious when they say stuff like this. I'm about to play this for you. You guys decide if this is trolling or serious. But, I mean, he's a con man. He might just be saying it because he knows that's what makes him money. But it's like such opposite of the reality we're living in. It's hard to tell if they believe it or they're just con men. What do you guys think? When you listen to politicians, okay, listen to them and find out and, and hear whether they're talking about themselves or they're talking about this country. If they talk about this country first, then you know you have somebody who's actually worth listening to. <laughs> is it me or is that video not playing? What is happening on my shit tonight? I don't know. The video. Wow. It's playing for me on my screen, but it doesn't look like it's playing over here when I look at the uh, the OBS studio. Is this besides? I know the audio is playing, but you guys see this video playing? To them and find out and, and hear whether they're talking about themselves or they're talking about this country. If they talk about this country first, then you know you have somebody who's actually worth listening to. <laughs> wow. But if they start talking about themselves first about I this I that I did this I did that <clears throat> then turn them off turn them off and turn them out and move, move off and move away from them quickly when you listen to politicians okay listen to them yeah videos not I don't know what the fuck's going on dude what in the hell all right well that's upsetting fuck why are you not playing motherfucker hmm well this might be a quick show if the videos are not going to play Unsure what the problem is. Let's see if that fixed it. Come and find out. Nope. Out and, and here. All right, my shit is boinked, yo. So I guess that's going to be the end of the show. It looks like. Because if it's not going to fucking work right, what is the point in this? What Shut up for a second. I'm going to move it over here if it'll work. Let's see. If I try it on this screen. They're talking about. All the right, that's working. All right, we'll just put it on this screen for now. That's not ideal, but that's a workaround. Anyway, uh, going to play this video one more time. Basically, he is saying here that uh, Trump is amazing because Trump is the only politician that never talks about himself. It's not in it for himself. He's in it for everybody else, which is just fucking bizarre. Let's listen. When you listen to politicians, okay, listen to them and find out and, and hear whether they're talking about themselves or they're talking about this country. If they talk about this country first, then you know you have somebody who's actually worth listening to. <laughs> wow. But if they start talking about themselves first, about I this, I that, I did this, I did that, <clears throat> then turn them off, turn them off, turn them out. <laughs> and move, move, off and move away from them quickly. When you listen... So, is it a... Is he trolling or does he believe that? What do you guys think? It's just so hard to believe anybody could talk about Trump like that and be serious. Trump literally is the most self-aggrandizing, self-absorbed person in history. I mean, look at him. Destroy you. I said, yeah. Why do you call them the elite? I said, why? Well, uh, this been, they're not elite. I look better than them. Much more handsome. Got better hair than they do. I got nicer properties. I got nicer houses. I got nicer apartments. I got nicer everything. Yeah, definitely. 
exactly what Lynn said right there. No, that's not Lynn Wood. It's uh, General Flynn said, isn't it? Just insane. Sucking up the Trump. It's all the grub, probably. I mean, I know some of them do believe it. I just don't know if the like the head people actually believe it. But anyway, Mike Lindell basically said exactly the same thing. Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow and recovering drug addict, has recently given his take on the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, and let's just say uh, he's an avid fan. Speaking of Rolling Stone, the Republican supporter, held his own Maggot Spider event in, the West Co- in Wisconsin where he talked about the importance of free speech. Um, trying to scroll down. He is the only president in my lifetime who wasn't in it for the ego and worked only for the people and not for his own interest. Like, you think he believes this? How can this be fucking real life? It's just so opposite of the goddamn reality we're living in. It's hard to believe, but like, I mean, I, the guy is a zealot. The guy does believe, I mean, I, I legitimately think this guy believes that Donald Trump is going to be put back in the White House. I really do, because he staked his reputation on it so much, and apparently everybody that's around him in the background uh, says he really believes that he thinks that God is going to have some kind of divine intervention, I guess, to help him not look fucking stupid because everything he says is not going to come true, but he has to, like, he's doubled down on it so much that he, he just can't bring himself to believe that he's going to be uh, a fool in the end, which he clearly is. He's already a fucking fool, but uh, going to lose everything, Mike Lindell, just bizarre, bizarre in the Trump of cult. Projection like an IMAX, yep. They're marks, yep. True story. They bought the con. They definitely drank their own Kool-Aid. It's pretty crazy. Mind pillow. Better hair, he says. I know, right? Billionaire can't even buy himself a nice head of hair. Who does that? What the fuck? Uh, yay, more dust, dude. Hell yeah, dusty back, back again. Did somebody call me Mr. Pitt? Crack of light. Let him try to get back into the White House. I'd be fun watching him fail. I mean, he might run in 2024. He could win. I mean, this is America. We're fucking idiots. So there's no telling what the hell is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he got 75 fucking million votes. And uh... also, Mike Lindell, he'd been going public this week talking about how he lost millions of dollars trying to sell masks. The year might, right, might remember. Yeah, he went to the White House and was up on the podium when Trump was speaking and talked about how he was going to donate masks. He was a hero that was going to switch his manufacturing from pillow over to mask and donate them out. So now he's bitching that he lost money on it. You know, you're supposed to lose money when you put a charity and donate shit. But of course, he's a con man, so he was trying to sell the masks too, not just manufacture them to give away. He was trying to claim he was going to give them all away for good press, but then he went to try to sell them. But uh, the market got flooded with masks, and he got undercut by Chinese products, and he, now they're sitting on like 20 million masks they can't sell. And he's millions of dollars out of money, which is crazy that this guy has so much money to waste. Just shows you that in America, as long as you're a, a, a white male, you can pretty much make uh, millions of dollars without any kind of discernible talent or uh, intelligence whatsoever. Anybody can make it here, regardless of how crazy ass you are. And, uh, Linwood! I mean, it's a cult, folks. It's a cult. Linwood, most embarrassing people in the fucking world. Yet, uh, here he is, Pastor Greg Locke. Out there with his, uh, cult. Got a cheer on Linwood. He don't care nothing about the Biden administration. It's fake. Donald Trump is the real president. 
Look at these dummies. You. God, that does nothing but lies to you, but you love him because he shills for Trump 24-7, and that's all you dumbass cult members care about. And uh, James Lindy, Lindsay, who we rarely mocked on the last show, I also, I finally did it. I cut out some clips. If there's anything worth cutting out in my shows, I'll start clipping it out, but I cut out three different clips in my last show, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm not sure how much it's actually going to help anything, but... He doesn't hate Juneteenth, folks, because he's a racist. No, folks. He doesn't hate it because uh, he doesn't believe that celebrating uh, the end of slavery is bad. No, folks. He hates Juneteenth because of Marxism. Yeah, true story. James Lindsay says, I'll happily support Juneteenth once they take the Marxism back out of it. See that first? Or see that fist? That's what I protest, along with what it symbolizes. And I'll never stop. Yeah, folks, I'm not racist. It's Marxism I have a problem with. Bullshit. It's just like the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. You racist pieces of shit can't stand that uh, we have a holiday that even recognizes the uh, the black experience. Even if it's something as uh, amazing as ending slavery, you still won't fucking support it. We see right through you. Literally has nothing on the goddamn green earth to do with Marxism. You're just full of shit. You have to do whatever you can to uh, explain away and justify your racism. You ridiculous human piece of shit. And we see through you. And I kind of felt racist Saturday night, folks. Saturday night I was sitting around the house. And, uh... It, it was just after dark, and all of a sudden, all these fireworks started going off out there. And I was like, holy shit, what is happening? I know I've never talked about this before, so you guys probably don't know this, but I live in an all-black neighborhood. Like, There's like 10 blocks around here. There's no white people except for me. And I was like, holy shit, they're setting off fireworks like it's the 4th of July. What the hell is going on out there? And then I remembered, I was like, oh, God, Dusty, what's wrong with you? You literally just did a whole fucking show about this. You already fucking forgot about it, you racist turd. So, yeah, I got to pick up my game. But, like, in my defense, I'm not used to celebrating Juneteenth yet. Like, I don't celebrate Fourth of July either. But I'm not used to people outwardly celebrating Juneteenth. And so it's, like, something you have to get used to. So next year I'll be on the ball. I'll try not to be such a racist-ass cracker next year. Uh, Looks like Holly Sun, all right? Uh, Just another dumb conservative buzzword. True story. I'm just glad the rest of the country caught up. I am from Texas and have recognized Juneteenth practically my whole life. Yep, never even knew it was a thing for the last couple years and definitely never celebrated it. So, Is it virtue signaling to say happy Juneteenth if you don't celebrate it? Uh, why would it be virtue signaling to say happy? I can tell somebody happy birthday without celebrating their birthday. Is it virtue signaling to tell somebody happy birthday if I don't celebrate their birthday? No. Man up, fireworks are fired all year round in my state. Yeah, not here. Pretty much just New Year's, 4th of July, now Juneteenth, apparently. I remember when I was like 20 years old watching Cult of Dusty and being inspired to be a great liberal. Then I grew up. People like... Okay. Cool. Um, my neighborhood has been blowing up nightly since. Oh, I don't know forever. We must have a party-ass neighborhood. Cult of Dusty, I'm going to get my second dose of Pfizer vaccine on the 25th. I'm preparing for these side effects like... My arm was sore, and I had to, like, sleep all day the next day. But besides that, I was pretty fine. Wasn't that big of a deal. 
Just uh, you have to get yourself demagnetized, of course. Just kidding, YouTube censors. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding, YouTube censors. I and my four pawed buddies hate fireworks. Yeah, the dogs freak out for sure. Scares the shit out of them. No doubt about that. Uh, I was also talking to my mom about uh, the housing crisis that's going on in this country right now, where millennials and even Gen Xers and Generation Z, all the young people can no longer afford housing. Uh, and so now we have basically an overclass of uh, landlords, and we all have to become a nation of fucking renters. And I was explaining this to her, and she literally said to me, the reason this is happening is because of the Marxist. I had to explain to her, like, I'm not even a fucking Marxist, but goddamn, that is literally the opposite of reality. Marxists literally continuously running around talking about beheading landlords. They hate fucking landlords. How in the hell are Marxists responsible for the housing crisis and the landlord? It just doesn't make any sense. So, uh, sigh, heavy sigh, what you gonna do? You know, old, fee, old folks gonna old folks, I guess. No one can afford to buy homes anymore, I know, right? But, like, in Mississippi, there's still really cheap houses around here that you can get for a, a, a song. It only really works if you, like, have a job where you work on the internet or, like, you already have, like, a, enough money to live on, a steady income every month because there's not a lot of work around here. But if you work on the internet or something, man, this is a... Untapped jewel of the world, in my opinion. You should all move to Mississippi. Just avoid the back roads. Dusty, 6% of millennials have 15K in their bank accounts. Okay. Well, that's good, but that's not enough to buy a house. Not even enough for a real down payment on a house these days. You know, especially because the lumber uh, crisis that's been going on, where lumber is pretty much, lumber is pretty much tripled in price, has added like, you know, $100,000 to houses and shit. It's just crazy. Just ask, define Marxism and wait for the glossed over eyes to roll over. Yeah, they don't know what it is. Hard to even have a conversation with them. Yeah, Jerry Kushner, Marxist slumlord. 100% Marxist. Got to watch for those lefties. Those fucking lefty landlords all over the place. Hey, Dusty, I just got home. What did I miss? Nothing. I got a gun pulled on me. And I actually fired some guns this weekend, too. It's pretty cool. About it. All right, next up. Pull this up, make sure everything is running correctly. Uh, oh, yeah. Bill Mitchell urging America to invade Mexico. Bill Mitchell says, we should invade Mexico and give it to the Democrats as their very own nation to wreck with the understanding that we'll leave here and never come back. Yeah, you leave, motherfuckers. I, I like my house. If you don't like living with people that have differing opinions of you, then... You're the one that should go to Mexico, but don't fucking invade. Yeah, let's do war. Let's do war to get rid of the lefties who I can't stand to be around. But also, safe spaces are bad. Says chud-ass Bill Mitchell. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what happened to that guy? I don't know. The grift is real, yo. Inciting civil war is a fashion trend for these people. They don't give a fuck. Traitors to the goddamn country. Ooh, once and forever... And all right, that is my chud watch, a very short chud watch tonight. Let's see what you guys got to say here. If I move this over here, I bet we'll be able to see it. Yeah, there we go. Boom. All right, my landlords are selling my house. I have no place to go yet. Well, that sucks. Yeah, squatter's right. Cult of Dusty, do you think we will get rid of all poverty? Like, maybe someday, not in my lifetime. Eventually, hopefully, AI will help fix all this shit. 
Um, go ahead and invade Mexico. Yeah, no thanks. We're good on all that. Isn't there already a country in Mexico? I don't know. Doesn't ring any bells. That's the most entitled view I've ever seen. Yeah, that's conservatives for you. Yeah, yeah. Go kill Mexicans so we can get rid of you. Uh, fuck off. Cult of Dusty D. I already read that. Um, lower prices affects new builds. Yes, it affects new builds and it affects remodeling, which I know a lot about. I've been trying to remodel my house and it sucks. Um, capitalism kills. Definitely. Yeah, the evil Marxist. Evil Marxist landlords. They want to buy up your properties and then rent it back to you. Just like Marx told them to do. Everyone should celebrate Juneteenth. Yeah, it's a good thing to celebrate. I don't really celebrate holidays, period. Nor do I celebrate my birthday. Every day is a holiday to me. But uh, if I were going to celebrate something, that would be a good thing to celebrate for sure. All right. And next up, we're going to do a little segment I like to call. What the fuck? What the fuck? And first off on what the fuck. Let me move this back over here. Boom. Um. Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear about Jeff Bezos' wife? Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos' wife is uh, the biggest giver of charity in, like, history now. She just gave away another six. No, she gave away six billion in 2020. I think she just gave, like, another eight billion away or something. Giving money away out the ass, which is good. Oh, yeah. She just revealed another 2.74 billion in giving, which is awesome, except for the fact that... Um, Two years ago, she had $36 billion. Since then, she has donated $8 billion, more than anyone in the world, and her net worth is now $60 billion. I think people struggle to understand just how fast wealth accumulates for the super rich. She literally can't give it away fast enough, and it's just crazy, man. This does our society no good to allow a very few people to hoard this much money. When we could be spreading this out and helping people pay health bills and you get affordable housing. Just everything we can do with this money. And I also, part of what the fuck, this Dan Price guy, this is the guy that uh, paid every employee that worked for him $70,000 and took a pay cut. Supposedly a pretty cool dude. But then when uh, somebody posted this, somebody else said, hey, did you know that his wife accused him of waterboarding her? And I was like, what? So apparently, I don't know. This guy might be a dick. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I, I know it's true that his wife did accuse him of waterboarding. I don't know if he did or not, but a double what the fuck for you guys. Is this guy trash? Somebody research that for me. And uh, did you guys hear that Trump was wanting to send Americans who had COVID to Guantanamo Bay, apparently? According to uh, several articles, this is from The Guardian. In the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, Donald Trump advocated shipping Americans who contracted COVID-19 abroad to Guantanamo Bay. This stunning revelation is contained in a new book, Nightmare Scenario, inside the Trump administration's response to the pandemic that changed history by Yashim Abutleb and Damian Paletta, two Washington Post reporters. The Post published excerpts on Monday. According to the paper, at a meeting in the White House Situation Room in February last year, before the onset of the pandemic in which more than 600,000 have now died in the U.S., Trump asked aides, don't we have an island that we own? What about Guantanamo? Trump also reportedly said, we import goods. We are not going to import a virus. The reporters write that aides blocked the idea when Trump brought it up again. The U.S. hosts Guantanamo Bay on a disputed long lease from Cuba. The prison there is used to house terrorism suspects without trial, 
and in extremely harsh conditions, and since the 9-11 attacks has been a magnet for condemnation for our human rights groups. In 2019, a book warning by Anonymous later revealed to be Miles Taylor, a former Homeland Security official, reported that Trump suggested sending immigrants to the base in Cuba. According to Taylor, Trump proposed designating all migrants all migrants entering the U.S. without permission as enemy combatants, then shipping them to Guantanamo. So, good God, y'all. Just one of the most evil fucking humans on the goddamn planet, and that's who America chose to be our leader. And we might fucking do it again. Goddamn trash nation. It's just so fucking sad. And, uh, speaking of Trump, just as corrupt as any administration has ever been, Trump's commerce boss, Wilbur Ross, hoovered at least $53 million into his own bank account while in public office. How can this be allowed? Donald Trump's Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, earned at least $53 million from private companies while he was collecting a taxpayer's salary and supposed to be looking out for the public instead of his own profits. Ross reported making somewhere between $53 million and $127 million during his four years as head of the Commerce Department. The federal government only requires officials to report broad ranges of outside income. It's possible that Ross earned significantly more since he was not required to, specific, to specify certain income totals over $1 million. Noted Watchdog Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, which reported Ross's financial disclosure filings earlier this week, so they just... They're vampires. They just suck off the goddamn system and like, yeah, heroes and patriots. This is what Trump supporters gave us. They literally don't care. They're corrupt. They literally don't care that they're taking advantage of the American citizens and, you know, breaking every law under the goddamn book. Why would you, right? They are the fucking swamp, but still convince yourself that he's coming somehow to drain the swamp. He brought the fucking swamp with him. He filled the goddamn swamp up himself personally. Well, that's terrible. Yes, it is. Politicians do not do either. I can't read that one. Uh, Islands surrounded by water. Big water. So much water. Water everywhere. It's the wettest water. That would involve investing in infrastructure. We desperately need infrastructure in this country. That's for sure. Negligent homicide. Trump needs to pay, but he won't. We don't ever hold our politicians accountable for what they do. Yeah, that's where he should have sent Trump. Yep, in a just world, that doesn't exist. Eat the rich. Yep, eat them. Come on and eat them up. She's pay her taxes. That'd be a good start. They won't ever do that, though. And, uh, time is up. I'm rolling right along. And, uh, did you guys hear the story about the woman who fell two miles out of an airplane without a parachute and lived? Apparently, this actually happened. So when she was a teenager, there was a plane crash. She was the only one to survive, and I guess she was strapped to a row of seats or some shit. And uh, as she was following, she fell through a large canopy of trees and vegetation, and uh, the row of seats she was attached to helped break her fall, and she survived a two-mile fall. So that's some crazy-ass shit right there, isn't it? That's some what the fuck? The flight was supposed to last less than an hour, about 25 minutes after takeoff, the plane, an 86-passenger Lockheed L-188A Electra turboprop flew into a thunderstorm and began to shake. Overhead, overhead storage bins popped open, showering passengers and crew with luggage and Christmas presents. And yeah, they all died except for her. As she plunged, the three-seat bench into which she was belted spun like a winged seed of a maple tree toward the jungle canopy. From above, the treetops resembled heads of broccoli, Dr. Diller recalled. 
She then blacked out, only to regain consciousness alone under the bench in a torn mini dress. On Christmas morning, she had fallen some 10,000 feet, nearly two miles. Her row of seats is thought to have landed in dense foliage, cushioning the impact. Julia was the Julianne was the sole survivor of the crash. So oh, holy shit, she should be playing the lottery every day of her life. Luckiest woman in the fucking world. And uh, here's a funny video. I don't know when this happened, but it just went viral this week. It's an old man. He's driving his uh, supersized passenger around in the car, and he falls asleep, runs off the road, and then blames it on another driver. Immediately blames it on another driver. But it's on video, dude. We see what happens. An injury. The group says once they get to 75,000 signatures, they'll send a petition to President Trump. Rob Dawson, Fox News. Who's a wet screen? God damn it, anyway! The guy pushed me in the damn road! Get off! 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 Get Get off! Get over! Get off! I'm okay! Get off! Fucking shit! I'll get off! Get off! The guy came, that white guy came and hit me! Almost! No, he did. We saw you fell asleep, Grandpa. Apparently, it says 2019, so a couple years old. But still, what the fuck, Grandpa? Gonna lie to us? You better turn the camera off first. Did you guys see this crazy one? They say of uh, people that defend themselves in court have idiots for clients, and this is a prime example of that. So this dude killed his girlfriend, shot her, stabbed her, I think, killed his little daughter with an axe which is horrible, while his son watched, stabbed his little son, then set him on fire. His son lived, testified against him, and so this genius is just now going to court and decided to defend himself. And uh, here's how it's going. The evidence is going to show! not 
pleading insanity. He has been found competent to stand trial. Decided to uh, defend himself, so uh, represent himself. So obviously he's gonna get convicted. He looks crazy as shit. Definitely do not represent yourself, you fucking morons. And uh, here's the crazy part about it. Even crazier. He got to cross-examine his son, who he stabbed and set on fire. Which, like, what the fuck? That's some traumatizing shit for a little kid. To get to be cross-examined by your dad, who stabbed you and set you on fire and made you watch as he murdered your sister with an axe. So, like, uh, it doesn't seem like that should be legal, but I guess it is. I guess you have the right to confront your uh, accusers. So, uh, poor kid. Apparently, uh, one of the police officers who was investigating the case adopted the kid, so that's good. Good on that police officer. I usually shit on him, but that's a, that's a good move. So, crazy-ass case. And uh, next up on What the Fuck. This went viral just before my show today. This is a Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Yeah, Whitehouse. He has the perfect name. Uh, And he, uh, a member of a country club that's all white. And he's known for a long time that it's all white. He's been called out for this before, and he's still a member. He he transferred his shares in the club. They're one of the the, the main shareholders of this all-white club. And so he transferred uh, his shares to his wife. I guess to try to pretend like he's no longer involved in it, but he is. So they asked him, uh, yeah, what's the deal with that? It's been four years. You got any minorities in there yet? And uh, here's his goofy-ass response, this creepy smiling face like an animatronic doll. Okay, back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Um, do you have concerns? Wait, wait, how hard is it to get a minority, a couple of minorities to be members of the club? Couldn't you just give them free memberships and all kinds of people would step onto the plate? Doesn't seem like you're working on it very hard, to be honest. 2021, I mean, obviously it's been four years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, Your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club again in this day and age, um, you know, should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. Uh, we just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. That's a bad answer. That's a long tradition of having all white clubs in Rhode Island, right? What you gotta do? Racism's a tradition. We've always done it this way, so eh, we're working on it slowly. But it's only been four years, okay? Give us another four to ten years to find a black person that wants to be a member of the club, okay? Who are you calling a racist? So, yeah, got to call out uh, Democrats just like we would Republicans for this dumbass bullshit in 2021. And uh, this one of me, folks, might be one of the biggest what the fucks I've ever seen. And for reasons that may surprise you, because it surprised me. This is hate pastor Steven Anderson, one of the most vile creeps I have ever covered. A guy who repeatedly calls for death on gays and uh, trans people. Just like vow, vow, ridiculous in every goddamn way. But in this 90 second clip, he literally tells the truth about how Christians are not actually persecuted in this country and like makes no bones about it. And like, I am shocked because like, 
Why is he telling the truth? This can't benefit him anyway. Their whole grift is pretending they're so oppressed that everybody's coming to get them that, you know, it's really hard being a Christian this day and age in America. He's literally giving up the entire grift. And I, I can't I can't wrap my mind around why he's doing it. What do you guys think about this? This is huge what the fuck. You know what I know is that today I can get up and preach the word of God today and nobody's here to stop me. I can get up and thunder forth the word of God and scream and yell the truths of scripture as loud as I want and broadcast it all over the internet to the whole world. And you know what? Nobody's here to stop me, are they? So that's all that matters. Yeah, but what about next week? What if Biden gets a second term? <laughs> you see what I mean? It's just stupid to just worry about stuff that never even happens. I mean, I remember when, when Obama got elected, it was supposed to be the end of the world too. Eight years of Obama, and here we are. Right? I mean, how much can creepy Uncle Joe actually do to us? <laughs> and, you know, the worst thing he can do to me is kill me, and then I'll just go straight to heaven. And guess what? Creepy Uncle Joe is not even talking about killing me. That's not going to happen. You know, we're not even experiencing serious persecution in America at all. You know, today the big persecution in America is like, oh, this bakery was forced to bake a cake for homos. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go underground. But it's like people are talking about going underground in America in 2021 when we're not even being persecuted. This We're at like, out of 100, we're at like persecution level 3 out of 100. There was no forced vaccinations. To all of these boogeymen that people are constantly scared of, you know, they don't even end up happening most of the time. What the fuck? Like, literally. Why is he telling the truth? I never have seen anything like this. This is the opposite of what of everything I ever cover when it comes to these televangelists. I'm almost speechless to that. What is the angle here? Because you know there's got to be an angle. I just don't understand what it is. How does this benefit him? Don't know. But good, I guess. That's some wild, 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 wacky stuff. And uh, So, do you want canals or not? I don't know. Uh, wow, yep, wow indeed. Um, the worst thing Biden could do to you is get ye to pay taxes. That would be worse than debt to them, for sure. This dude is really making some sense. I know, crazy. When I start thinking you're making sense, that's some really crazy shit. What the fuck? Unbelievable. Agreed. My thoughts exactly. He is a creep. Fuck him anyway. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Steve Edison is so anti-gay because he's projecting. Yeah, probably. That's often the case. Okay, what time hold did I go through to end up here? I know, right? Cult of Dusty, since this September will make the 20th anniversary of 9-11 attacks. What do you remember about September 11th attacks? And do you think that something like this will happen again? I remember waking up. Turn on the TV and seeing the buildings fall and thinking, good God, this is bad. This is like uniquely fucking bad. Uh, do I think it'll something like that'll happen again? There'll probably be other terrorist attacks again. Now, whether it'll be that, that scale where they bring down buildings, I don't know. That was, uh, like I said, that was really, really unique in the history of America. Nothing like that's happened since, what, uh, Pearl Harbor. So we might see something like that again. I need Ricky Morty to get back to my dimension. Yeah, Ricky Morty started back up. They got a new uh, episode out. I saw that last night. Dusty, he, he, and Sam Cedar Crowder debate. Have they aired it yet? I know they're supposed to air it tonight. 
I'll probably check that out. They said that uh, Steven Crowder had a meltdown when he realized they tricked him. Apparently what they did was... Um, well, first off, there's like this beef between uh, the he-he guy. What the fuck his name is? Uh, Ethan, is that his name? Ethan and Crowder. And so Ethan... Uh, so Crowder is sort of more willing to debate Ethan because Ethan is not like a, a debater. You know, he's not like a, a debate bro. Not something who's very heavily into politics. So I guess Crowder feels more comfortable debating him. So... Uh, they agreed to do it, but apparently uh, Crowder was worried that Ethan might bring on somebody to help him out like Sam Cedar, and he's scared to death of that, so he set it up to try to prevent Sam Cedar from coming on, like it was through his own, uh, what did they call that, Zoom account, he sent the Zoom link to them, and uh, he only sent the Zoom link, or he only agreed to come on Zoom after Sam Cedar had started a live show, so he knew Sam Cedar wouldn't be on there. But what Sam Cedar did, apparently, is uh, he faked a live show. He taped it and then aired it and made it seem like it was live to fool Steven Crowder. And then when Steven Crowder came out to debate Ethan, Sam Cedar pops up and is like, surprise, motherfucker! So apparently they're going to air that tonight and they say Steven Crowder had a total fucking meltdown. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I will cover that on the next show. So uh, you guys stay tuned for that one. Yeah, Crowder only debates young college kids. He thinks he's easily beat. And uh, all right, next up, we're going to do a little Karen segment. Because, uh, dipshit! I don't have the one. Here, good. You're caring too much. Hell yeah. You guys ready for this? Got a short Karen for you guys tonight. But first off, uh, another drunk Karen ruining her life. I feel sort of bad for her friend. She seems like her friend, uh, her male friend that is with her, seems okay. He's like, I'm sorry about these broads. I'm going to get these broads at your hair. I'm sorry about them. With his accent and shit. But uh, yeah, she about to ruin her life for no reason. So I guess it's an Asian guy. And of course, she got to be racist to him and uh, make an ass out of herself. Because that's what the Karen do. Let's have a look. You call me an Asian. Asian? Uh, uh, yeah, but... Stella. You fuck you. Stella. This lady over here cussed me out for no reason. I'm sorry. I just reported you to 911. Call 911, please. No, I'm going to get these bras out of the way. Bro. I am sorry. I am sorry. All right? I am so fucking sorry. Hey, dude. Girls, come here. Come on. Woo. Please. Dude, now. I'm taking this. I'm fucking her. Stella. No. What are you Stella. Doing? I'm not going to let this little... They're embarrassed over. Even your friends are trying to get help you. They're trying to help you, Stella. Because this is going to go viral as it did. You're going to lose your job. You're going to be the laughing stock of the goddamn world, which you should. Bad life decision, Stella. But uh, here's the fame you ordered. Enjoy it. And uh, remember when uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out and said, hey, mass mandates are like the Holocaust. It's basically the same thing. And then she got roundly shit on by everybody on earth, even her own party. And so she came out and she said, oh, my God, I just went to the Holocaust Museum and I realized I'm completely fucking stupid. And uh, reasonable mass mandates aren't anything at all, like putting Jews in ovens and murdering six million of them. Um, but here is Lauren Witzke, who is a major Trump supporter, 
And she out there is saying, hey, she was right. Never apologize, which is the anthem of the asshole. This is what conservatives always say. Never apologize to anybody because it's not going to do any good. They're not going to accept your apology, which is bullshit. You don't apologize because you want other people to accept your apology. You apologize because you legitimately feel bad about what you did and want to make amends. And regardless who accepts your apology or not, you still apologize because uh, you feel bad, right? You legitimately regret your actions. That's what the apology is for. But here she is saying, no, she was right. Mass mandates and social distancing is the same as the Holocaust. She was right. Marjorie, lean in, never apologize. That is my advice I would give her because that is just, that was a hostage video it looked like, didn't it? It was awkward. It was weird. I don't really think she meant it because I wouldn't have meant it. You know, it, she was absolutely 100% right. What more evidence do you need when they already have us in order to purchase things? We have to present a vaccine card. If you Eventually, it's going to be if you want to travel, if you want to fly. You know, this is all a precursor to the mass genocide of the American people. She was right. Marjorie, lean yeah, in. Folks, mass genocide. No, the pandemic was the mass genocide of American citizens, not the goddamn pandemic. But... Crazy got a crazy. What do you expect? And uh, I don't know when this video was shot, folks. This might be old too, but it just went viral today. So I'm going to show it to you guys. And uh, bad timing on this guy. So he's uh, in some kind of argument with these people in a PT Cruiser and decides to throw a drink at them. And uh, immediate karma. Yeah, yeah, there's a cop right there, dude. Saw you do it. Yeah, literally. Well, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. No, peace. Peace, cops. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, he saw you, dude. He saw you. Might not want to do that in front of cops, you dumbass. And uh, they even got nine-year-old Karens now. God damn it. Look how condescending this little brat is. Holy shit. She's going to want to speak to everybody's manager for the rest of her life. Clearly brainwashed by her parents uh, to a ridiculous degree. This is almost child abuse. But, man, if I never wanted to have kids in the past, I definitely don't want to now. This, like, makes my testicles dry up. Looking at this little kid talk like this. Good God. Ooh, it's so irritating. Let's look. Here again. The other day I was walking down the hallway at Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked up onto the wall and saw a BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. Oh God. Soph. This is Soph now. She's now doing fucking speeches at board meetings apparently. A little arrogant shit. I was so mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster. and that <laughs> I went up to tattle about the BLM poster. You know, basically the principal is the manager of the school, so I immediately went to talk to the manager. I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. Apparently, you know they're in our schools because you made the signs. 
I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Waltz just sits on his throne and watches. We all know. Changing the font or the color of posters does not change the meaning. I am nine years old and I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I, I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the content or the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. I like them because some of them make me laugh, some are sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow your own rules. If you're going to do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore, then. Get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. Yeah. I, I just bought here again. a thousand more condoms, folks. Just bought, I'm not even having sex with women. Because I got machines to take care of that. But just in case, just in case. I even wear a condoms when I masturbate, folks. That's how scared I am of having little brats like this. So uh, I suggest everybody wrap that rascal. Do what you can to lower the population immensely. Friends don't let friends have these type of kids. Good Lord, y'all. And next up on the Karen Cavalcade. Here's the Proud Boys getting totally triggered. Here's the Free Speech Warriors. He's so angry that they have a sign that says Antifa. So, of course, he has to destroy it. Going to walk up to this guy's face, threaten to beat up. This guy's a Vietnam vet. This is how little they actually care about our vets. Oh, we're patriots. We love the troops. No, no, you don't. You're fucking domestic terrorist. Look how angry he is. Watch. Yeah, fucking cut it down. Who cares about that free speech, bro? Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. Really? Yeah, really. Bring it. Bro, you don't want none of me. Uh, you want some of me, bro? Go ahead. Do you? Do you want some of me? Wait, let me get my mask on. Get your mask on, bro. Like I need fucking mask. You want some of me, bro? You want some of me? Go ahead. That's assault right there. You just assaulted him. We got it on tape. Where the cops at? I'm being assaulted. You want some of me, motherfucker? You want some? Bring it, Bring it. Look how insecure he is. This is Toxic Masculinity 101. I gotta prove myself to you. Oh my god, did you distract me? I'm gonna beat you up. You want some? You want some? God damn it. Just so pathetic. Bring it, bitch. Get the fuck away from me. I must get the fuck away from me. Don't attack me, bro. <laughs> He's walking up, getting the guy's face. Get away from me and don't attack me, bro. Just trying to play the victim. That's what they always fucking do. Don't attack me. Right here. Come on, get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Come on, what are you gonna do, bro? You fucking nugget. Yep, we're right supremacists. Yes, we are. 
Oh, These people they always complain the left are triggered by everything. You guys need your safe space, your safe spaces, you're triggered. Never seen anybody more triggered than you, dude. Yeah. Really love America? Really? Fuck That's a fucking lie. Yeah. 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 Thinks Black Lives Matter and has to lump it all in the same big pool together. Say Black Lives Matter? That is the best! So I wonder if that guy's gainfully employed. I wonder if his bosses want to support him while he goes and uh, assaults other people. Somebody should use their free speech rights to find out. Yeah, freedom isn't free! Easy KO. Yeah, free speech. It's all a con. And uh, last up on uh, what the fuck. I'll go ahead and put this there. Oh, no, this is on the Karen section. Uh, this Karen, this male Karen. So uh, he's the guy that decided not to bake a cake for a gay couple. And he won in the court of law very narrowly. Some kind of lupo he won uh, and didn't have to bake a cake for this gay couple. And so anyway, a trans woman went in to have uh, him bake a cake for her. And she picked a cake directly out of his catalog. Nothing special, no special writing on it. With certain colors that were available to everybody in his catalog. And uh, he agreed to make the cake. And then she said, hey, I'm, I'm making this cake because I'm celebrating my uh, anniversary of uh, becoming trans. And uh, he said, I'm not making you the cake. And so she took him to court and she won. Because he's obviously discriminated against her for no other reason than the fact that she's trans. The court concluded... That defendants denied Miss Scardina goods and services because of her transgender status. Defendants admit that they were willing to make the requested cake until Miss Scardina identified that she chose the colors to reflect and celebrate her identity as a transgender female. Defendants are, however, willing to make cakes for non transgender individuals that reflect that person's gender. And defendants would gladly make an identical looking cake for other customers. The court concludes that a reasonable observer of the requested cake would not attribute any message to defendants and would not understand the cake to convey the message claimed by the defendants, i.e. endorsement of a gender transition. Therefore, defendants have failed to carry their burden to show that providing the requested cake constituted any type of symbolic or expressive speech protected by the First Amendment. So, uh, good on you, Karen. Glad you lost. We should have more cases like this. Fuck you, bigoted pieces of shit. Enjoy your loss. And that's my what the fuck section. Let's see if I have any super chats that have popped up. A few. You guys be sure to hit the like button. I appreciate it. Super chats are low tonight, but it's fine. This is a casual show. It's not that big of a deal. But uh, both the uh, OID boy and uh, Digital Noodle both became Dust Buddies. Welcome to the Dust Buddies. I might change the Dust Bunnies. I still got to do that, but... $2.99 a month, you get to become a dust buddy and get customized emojis to spam the chat with. So it's a great way to support the show. Be one of the cool kids. And you also get access to all the patrons-only content. So a lot of private stuff you get to see now. So welcome to the Cool Kids Club, guys. I appreciate it. 
And uh, Katie, damn it, what the fuck? Seriously, religion is BS. I know, right? What the fuck? Hard to believe that guy was actually telling the truth. Joe LaFaro, $5. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. What's up, Dusty? What's up, Lane Diggity? Good to see you tonight. Appreciate you joining me. Dusty, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go anywhere. I can go anywhere in the world. I just, I like being a homebody at my house. I have everything I need here, so I'm pretty happy. Nox2K, just stopping by to say, what's up? I'm stuck on the AMC trend to the moon. All right, well, I hope you make a lot of money with that. That's cool. Thank you for the money. Catalina Gearbox, you have no idea how many Karens had a problem. Came out of the woodwork when I said, happy Juneteenth. I know, right? I can't believe you want to celebrate the end of slavery. How horrible. J. Desi4, I mentioned you to Booksmarks, and he wrote your name down for a potential future conversation. Would you be interested? Sure. I'm going to get back on my uh, Twitch before too long, and I definitely need people to come on Twitch and talk to me, debate me, whatever. So everybody's welcome. Max Carter, excited for the show, Dusty. Excited to do it for you, Max Carter. Fun hang out with you guys tonight. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Rocket6923, did you see Paul Joseph Watson being scumbag to Chris Reagan on Twitter a couple weeks ago? I'm a bit behind on some episodes, so you may have covered this already. I did see it. I didn't cover it. Um, yeah. He was being a dick to Chris Raygun, but like I had trouble feeling for, sorry for Chris Raygun too much because Chris Raygun has uh, used ageism against me. Like whenever I tried to uh, call them out or like point out things they're doing wrong, he would post things like I was senile or I was not aging well or I, I had dementia or something. That's that was his retort. So he has no problem using like uh, insults like that to slander people. Like Chris Raygun is a total fucking piece of shit total fucking piece of shit so yeah i feel bad that he had a, a panic attack during his filming of the video and he should have been made fun of for it but he's in no way anybody that should be uh looked up to or considered a role model for behaving uh behaving like a, a decent human being because he's just not he's a piece of shit just like crowder is uses the same exact tactics against his uh critics that crowder does so fucking both silver mandalorian i love patty and we love you dusty hey what's up silver mandalorian i'm glad you guys found each other you guys seem like a good couple kudos to both of you and radical mosey marusa became a dust buddy welcome you a member of the cool kids and this is the greatest show all right i read that any more pop-up yeah shasta x give me ten dollars thank you shasta appreciate that you rock rock to casbah rock to casbah all right more super chats please if you guys want to the show is going to end in about 10 minutes, so last chance to get in your Super Chats if you're able. And uh, what do you guys got sitting in the chat here? Let me move this over here so you guys can see it. Um, Dusty's Heroes! Yeah, they didn't like that. I read the comments on the last show, and you guys said you didn't like Dusty's Heroes. You want to be to change to Dust Bunnies instead. So I'm always listening. It's you guys' communities, so uh, what you guys say goes. Thoughts on Assassin's Creed Valhalla? It's okay. I, I kind of didn't... It didn't take... I played it for a couple hours and then pick it back up again. But I might go back to it eventually. I have a whole bunch of games that I need to play that I have loaded up in my queue that I'm working on. It's good he showed, but yeah, he sucks. It's good he showed it, but yeah, he sucks. I don't know what we're talking about, so I'm behind in the conversation. Um, someone took my rescue dog. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I hope that's somebody good. I guess if they took him, maybe they'll take care of him. But that does... That would drive me crazy if somebody did that. Like, as soon as they took Vegas... Long time ago, I had immediately put up a reward. I know the people that took him are the ones that got the reward, but what are you going to do? I had to pay it. Um, 
That dude isn't black. He's just orange tanned. Don't know what race he is. Triggered Shud. Definitely triggered. Needs a safe space. I can't stand you having a fucking message that I don't like. I'm gonna tear it down, right? Alright. This buddy is raw. Continue on. Let's finish up the show. Move this over here. Boom. Alright. Got a real short hero section. Only two. One of them's not really a hero, but I didn't know where else to put it since it's a short show. And first off, on the hero section. And this is actually sort of surprising. I don't know why. But apparently this is the first out NFL player in history. Somebody actually admitting publicly that they're gay as an NFL player, which, you know, is crazy because it's 2021 and what, gays make up, like, what, 15% of the population? You know at least 15% of the NFL is gay. Yet not a single one of them have ever come out as gay publicly. Uh, why they were in the NFL, that just shows you the homophobic country we still live in. The fact that even in 2021, football players, these big manly men, can't feel comfortable enough to come out because they are without facing repercussions, that having people think badly of them in the locker room and shit. So they have to stay in the closet. Still to this very day, which is nuts, but uh, Carl Nassib, who I've never heard of in my entire life, uh, was brave enough to come out. Maybe he'll set a trend. Good on you, hero. And he did it with style. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate, and I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America, and they're truly doing incredible things. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, to help in any way that I can. And I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Uh, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great day. Work hard. What's up, people? I'm yep, Carl Masson. Cool, I'm at my house here in West. Hero status. I know that's hard to do. It shouldn't be hard to do, but I know still in this day and age it is. Somebody says it's probably because of the hyper-masculine fans. Probably. It's just absolutely ridiculous in every way. But, you know, people like him and Little Nas X coming out. Definitely going to help progress things. So, uh, thank you for being a hero, Carl Nassib. Still, still not going to watch football because it's boring, but uh, good on you. And last up, last thing I'm going to cover tonight. Um, so, Representative Jim Jordan, shut ass. They always got to frame things dishonestly. Average gas prices, June 2020, $2.21. June 2021, $3.07. President Biden's economy up. And so uh, Jen Psaki, the White House mouthpiece press secretary, retweeted him and said, you forgot to mention that gas prices are the same now as they were in June 2018, or that this time last year, unemployment was 11.1%, and today it's 5.8%. At POTUS agrees, families shouldn't pay more at the pump. That's why he opposed, he's opposed to GOP's proposal to raise the gas tax. Yep. Can't be fucking honest. I think gas here is like $2.60. It's really not that bad. 
I'm not really sure how much a Biden has to do with that, but like she said, it's exactly the same price as it was back in 2018. So uh, you didn't say shit about it when it was uh, 307 three years ago, did you? Didn't call out Trump for that, did you? Because it's always a double standard, always a proxy, never hold your side of the same account, and uh, that's why you guys have to cheat to win. That's why you guys are, uh, you know, behind in the voter tallies in, you know, every fucking race. The only way you can win is if you uh, gerrymander the districts or uh, you use the electoral college to allow you to win even though you got the least amount of votes, which is a ridiculous fucking system, but good on you, Jim Saki. Keep it up. Appreciate what you do. And all right, that's my, uh, that's my content. It was short and sweet tonight, folks. Not much happened, but we will read the chats and uh, see what we say here. E's back. What's up, E? My buddy E is back. Says, uh, firing up the bus, hitting the road. I'll try not to miss too many shows. Summer love and hell yeah. Sounds like fun. If you come back to this way, let me know. Definitely go get some margaritas again. That sounds fun. Good to see you, not E. Love you, man. J West, 721, $10. Thank you, J West. You're very kind. And you're handsome, I'm also sure. Armost of Valika, Jason Morin, make sure you hit that like button even number of times. Yep. It's only 299 likes, 540 viewers. What's wrong with you? Don't make me call you out because I will. Hit the like button. It's free. Help a brother out. If you love me, hit the like button. Um, I got you, Dusty. Hit the like button a bunch of times. Yeah, just hit it even number of times because otherwise you unlike it. And... Dusty, I think that girl who made that speech against BLM, I think had her mother write that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, all those words come from her parents. She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. She's a little parrot repeating the annoying Karen shit that her Karen mom tells her. Just sad to see. Hopefully she grows out of that. Hey, Dusty. Great show tonight. Hey, thank you, Kinky. I went online and downloaded your song, Chill. It rocks. Here's some money for the animals. I appreciate it. Put it out there for free. For those of you guys into my music, it's all on SoundCloud for free. And the uh, download button has been enabled, so you can also download it for free, and you can use it in anything you want to, because uh, everything I do is open source. Everything I do is public domain. I'm not trying to get rich doing any of this. If you guys can use my creative work for whatever you're doing, then do it. I'm all for it. Thanks, Dusty. No problem, Shelly. What else do you guys got to say? Don't make him cry and whine. Yeah, don't make me cry, because I will whine, and it'll be pathetic and sad, and you'll feel bad and sorry for me. So who wants that? The show clips are great, Dusty. I've shared a couple. Appreciate it. I don't know if there's anything on this show I'm going to clip out. But uh, in the future, if they're like good sections, I'll clip them out. It has diminishing returns. You can't put too many clips in your channel or else uh, YouTube will stop advertising your show to the people that are subscribed to you. So you got to like uh, find a happy medium. Old right, old white racist people. Yep. Sad, but that's America. That's who's voting too. Not the best. Nick gave me $10. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. You rock. Good to see you tonight. Chill vibe. Oh, Jawbone gave me $50 Canadian. Very, very generous Jawbone. He's the super chat hero tonight. Love you, man. Oh, he just stepped it up. <laughs> Got two super chat heroes. Love the fuck out of you both. It's very generous. Both E and Jawbone. I do love you, Jawbone. And I love you, E. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting the show. I'll be motivated. I'm glad I did it tonight. I'm glad I didn't cancel. Even though I didn't have a very big show. I, I don't like doing shows unless I have like a ton of content and material. Because I want to do the best possible shows I can do. But you know, it's still cool to hang out and just read the regular chat. 
You guys are my friends, so it's fun. But thank you, E. Look forward to see you again. And thank you, Jawbone. Both of you guys rock. Uh, Cult of Dusty. Dusty, last Wednesday show still isn't available for the Dust Buddies. Um, you sure about that? All right, let me go check real quick since we're doing... Fuck it, we'll do it live. Let's go see if you're telling the truth. Uh, nope, that's not it. Let me go to the studio. Let me go to the content. All right, the last one I did was the patrons only. And yeah, it's up for members, it says. Members only, all ch channel members. Should be available on my site. Is it somebody else not, is the rest of you guys not seeing it? Because it definitely says it's supposed to be available to the, uh, to the dust buddies. Here, let me, uh, I will just put it right in chat right now, and then the Dust Buddy should automatically be able to go and uh, watch it from this link. So, boom. Hopefully that works for you. Hopefully you can click on that link and it'll open for you. So, cool, cool, cool. Thanks for the show tonight, Dusty. Stay cool. Hey, you stay cool, Celeste Rook. It's hot as fuck. So, all of you guys, try to keep your bodies cool. Vernon Terra, here's my tithe for the Church of Dusty. Keep on, keep it on, day. I will, man. I appreciate it, Vernon Terra. You rock. Gonna keep doing this for as long as you guys support me. You guys are the heroes of the show. And it's been amazing hanging out with you guys tonight. I will be back probably. I uh, will try to do something Wednesday. I flaked on last Wednesday's patron-only show. I gotta find some shit to do, though. Like, if I don't have shit to do, I don't want to just do nothing. I just want to sit there and, you know, talk and rub my mouth. So, I gotta find something for you guys, but I'll work on it. Maybe, maybe we'll do some uh, Twitch tomorrow. No promises, but I'll let you guys know. So, be sure to follow me. On either Facebook or uh, on my Twitter, which is Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, and I'm Cult of Dusty on Facebook. There's links in the description of this video and all my videos, so you guys should go follow me. Then you can uh, be told when I'm on. Dusty, this has been a really fun show. You should do more of this. All right, I'll try to do more casual shows in the future. For those of you who don't have any money to pay me, I could read your chats live and not have to worry about it. Dusty, you keep waking up my Google somehow. Hey Google. Search big dick porn. I couldn't think of anything, but uh, let's see. Did, did it search it for you? Is it okay, Google, or is it hey, Google? I can't remember how to get it to activate, but uh, you're welcome. Uh, it was a great show. Appreciate it. Thanks for not flaking. No problem. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. It's always fun. You guys are so cool to me. Love the shit out of you. All right, folks. Patreon.com for slash podcast. That is my patron. If you guys want to help out the show, you should. I do good work here. Appreciate the fuck out of you guys. And I'll be back Friday for the regular show. Hopefully, I'll have more content then. Hopefully, it will not be a slow news week. Although, like, I don't want anything tragic to happen. So, hopefully, it's not too bad. But hopefully, something cool will happen that I can cover. And uh, still can't get a PS5. Why would you want a PS5? Get yourself a PC Master Race with a 3080 RTX in it. Way better. In every fucking possible way. Dusty activated my Google. Hey, Google. Search for big titty porn. Did that work? I get a patron. Thank you, Jenny Rue. Appreciate it. Heroes, heroes are. All right, folks, love you. See some of you on Twitch. See the rest of you maybe Wednesday on my patrons only show. Also, you dust buddies and the rest of you cool ass motherfuckers. We'll see Friday for an all new show. So you guys stay cool this week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Know that Dusty loves the fuck out of every one of you. And I'll see you guys soon. As always, till next time. Logic, fuck yes. Hit the like button. Hit it, do it. Do it.
Did I miss any super chats before we go? Make sure I didn't miss any super chats. Uh, nope, got it. All right, love you. Later, dudes. Let's play a little uh, chill to take us out. See you guys soon. Love you. Thank you.